Pugilistic linguistics. Check out the 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 What's up, y'all? What's up? I'm back. I have returned. I feel like one of those cicadas. 17-year hibernation and I'm back to irritate you all for a while. It's uh, the, the rantings of the madman once again. And I bring forth a new thing. Pugilistic Linguistics 2021. I have been debating back and forth, up and down, how I wanted to do this, when I wanted to do it, if I wanted to do it. But the events of the past few weeks, definitely the events of the past few hours, prompted me to get my ass off my shoulders and go and make it happen. America is under siege. Not by some foreign power. America is under siege by Americans. There was a massive riot, um, protest, whatever you want to call insurrection. I like that word. I've heard that used a couple of times a day. at the U.S. Capitol. Americans stormed the Capitol. (coughs) Sorry for the cough. Doggone allergies. America stormed the U.S. Capitol. No, no, this ain't you know, Venezuela, uh, Guatemala, some shit like that. This is Washington, the District of Columbia. And why was the Capitol stormed? Because their savior has been suggesting for the last six plus weeks that the election that he legitimately lost was stolen from him. Typical narcissism. No way possible I could have lost. Something has to be amiss. It's no way possible. Everybody loves me. 81 million people casted a vote against this guy. A full one quarter of the American citizens, not one quarter of registered voters, one quarter of everybody that live here. Think about that. You got to really piss people off with people, kids voting against you. But anyway, 
So for the last six weeks, America has gotten a crash course in actual election procedure. November 3rd does not end the election. The antiquated Electoral College meets in December to cast the 538, I want to 535, I believe, votes that actually elect the president. It's not a straight popular vote. It's not even a federal vote. The vote for president is actually a state election. 51 individual elections with their own individual rules. Now, your president and his followers, let me take that back. I'm not even going to go there. I'll say this. I don't believe that he believes it was stolen from him. I think he knows he lost. He can't admit it to himself, but I think he knows he lost. I think that he keeps saying that the election was stolen from him because he knows y'all will believe it. And you all would do his dirty work for him. So this isn't about what he truly believes. This is about what he can get you to do. The problem is the Constitution, with all its problems, with all of his age, is ironclad as to how this is supposed to work. And we're past the time to actually challenge any elections. The states have certified their votes. It's done. Today, January 6th, was, is largely a ceremonial procedure to where the votes that have already been certified are formally counted. That's it. Yeah, there's a mechanism for some objections by, you know, members of Congress. And in the extreme cases, yeah, there's a mechanism if both houses of Congress decide they want to challenge it, that can be done. All that. Yes, there is a mechanism out of it. But short of anything monumental, this is formulaic. This is just formula. This is just boom. The thing is, Trump counts on you not to know that. Because anything that he doesn't believe is fake news. He's counting on you not to know what's in the Constitution. And funny thing is, most of y'all don't. The Constitution is not a secret document, y'all. Pick it up. Sift through it. No, it's not an easy read. I never said that. 
But if you want to know how this country is supposed to work, there's no better place to start than there. So now these past six weeks, six plus weeks, however long it was, all these folk have been hearing this guy talk about how the election was stolen from him, how 60 of the 61 cases he filed to overturn the election have been thrown out, how that's being stolen, even though the vast majority of those cases came up in front of Trump appointed judges. Two got to the Supreme Court to where he put three of them on there. He has, he has put a full one-third of the people on the Supreme Court. They won't even check for him. There's something to be said where the people that you put in power won't even check for you. He swears that there's a steal going on. So today, they came up with a stop the steal protest. I need y'all to understand something. <coughs> Ain't nothing being stolen. Ain't nothing being stolen. Your guy lost fair and square. But understand, listen to what the... the, the Listen to what has to happen or what has to have had happened. That's a lot of H's. For what they say to be fact. They have to believe that upwards of 80 million people, 80 million Americans. Fraudulently casted a vote. To get him out of office. They have zero evidence to prove it. I mean, they don't even have conspiracy theory evidence. They provided nothing, nothing. Even to the point to where I believe it was in Pennsylvania when Trump's lawyer stood up and the judge asked them directly, are you alleging that there was voter fraud in this election. And his attorney said, no, I'm not alleging that. Because he knows if you stand in front of a judge, you could bring any case you want to. But if you ask a direct question and you stand in front of a judge and lie, you're going to lose your livelihood. And Trump ain't worth all that. Because once he's done with you, he's going to discard you like he does everything else. So Supreme Court cases died and 60 cases in court died and whatever. The safe harbor date passed where all the states had to, uh, where, I'm sorry, the last date to where 
uh, cases can be brought up that passed and December came and the Electoral College voted that came and passed. And now we get to January 6th. Now, understand. This wasn't some random date that everybody decided to meet up. At the Capitol. This wasn't some date that they decided, you know what, we're all in town. Let's go hang out at the Capitol and see what happens. This was a date specifically pointed out by Trump as the date that they could stop the steal. This is the day, which is largely ceremonial, mind you, to where the electoral votes are actually tabulated. Pieces of paper with the states on them are counted. Realizing this is largely ceremonial and the vice president resides over the count. Largely ceremonial. Of course, they tried to file suit to get him to disregard. That was thrown out. The Constitution is clear as to what the vice president's role is throughout this whole process. But that's not good enough. You got cats like Ted Cruz. And let me speak on that cat for a second. How spineless are you? This man, Trump, came out of his face sideways talking noise about your family, called your daddy a communist murderer, and you stay up in his ass. Dude, where I come from, you talk shit about my people, I put them paws on you. We got got to go out back and holler about this. We had to rap a little taste on it. That's where I come from. You talk shit about my mom and me and you got to get down. You still head first in his asshole. Hoping he'll give you some crumbs. You pathetic, man. That's not what a man does. Grow a pair. Stop doing that man's bidding when he wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire. But cats like Ted Cruz and all these freshman senators and uh, 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 representatives coming in, you know, I guess they're trying to make a name for themselves. You know, they're all coming in trying to stop the steal and stop the count and all that. Y'all look stupid. And what's even worse, today's action at the U.S. Capitol is a direct result of Trump inciting violence. Rudy G talking about uh, talking about today you start a campaign of combat or something like that. Them believing you, Cruz and your cronies, that you that you all are gonna go and stop the steal, and so they show up to the Capitol and get their heads beat in while they whisk y'all away to safety. Any blood that's shed is on your hands. 
And I've come to find out since it happened earlier today that one lady did die of gunshot wounds in the storming of the Capitol. And I don't care how callous this sounds, I can't give a damn about that. I don't feel sorry for her. You do stupid things, you get stupid prizes. Russia and the U.S. Capitol, where a sitting vice president is residing and U.S. Congress is residing, is asking to get your head blown off. She probably thought that she was a white woman. She'd be safe. Problem is, you only got one time to be wrong about that. But their blood is on y'all hands, Cruz and all the other no-name senators and um, well, Republicans, but all the no-name senators and congressmen and women. So now, Washington is under siege. 6 p.m. curfew. National Guard called in. Riot gear. In the United States. Again, this ain't Venezuela. But again, Trump don't give a damn about you. He know you do his bidding for him. And frankly, most of these Trump supporters, they aren't that bright. You know, lower middle class and lower educated. And they found a kindred spirit with a guy who found every slur in the book that he can throw at people. And they found a kindred spirit with him because they probably felt the same way. That was the, that was his big selling point during the campaign. He tells it like it is. Yet they break their necks and try to explain how he didn't mean what he said. When he says some shit that make them look bad. I know some people like that. Watch them contort themselves to try to explain everything he did actually became amusing after a while. But again, uh, you know, uh, the killing part about this thing is I ain't even mad. Ain't nothing wrong with necessarily being, you know, lower educated. Ain't nothing wrong with necessarily being ignorant or anything like that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Everybody ain't a fucking Rhodes Scholar. Everybody's not a, you know... Professor of neuroscience. But the thing about it is, it's willful ignorance. In the information age, ignorance is a choice. If you can pick up your phone and look at YouTube to find something that fits your conspiracy theory, then you can pick up your phone and look up the constitution.gov and read how your government's supposed to work. In the information age, ignorance is a choice. And, the, and Trump supporters choose ignorance. Helps them sleep better at night if they don't know the truth. I just know what I believe, and anything I don't believe is fake news. 
Trump, Trump, Trump trusts that. He hopes for that. His address from the Rose Garden today was full of shit. Because he kept spewing that we, you know, we were stolen out, the election was stolen from us, and it was a fraud, and I won by a landslide, but go home. Give it up, dude. You know, it was funny watching you lose over and over and over again, but now it's just sad. You are a sad individual. And, you know, I was watching the CBS coverage of this siege. And look, Nora O'Donnell kept it 100. She she just kept it real. Uh, one of her one of her, uh, you know, panel mates essentially said that Kevin McCarthy, the uh, House minority leader, was full of shit. When he denounced what was going on, even though he supported it up to this point. He essentially said he's full of shit. I applaud them for that. To a point. Because had you all done this five years ago. We may not be in the situation that we're in. If you check Trump then. Instead of kissing his ass. We may not be where we are today. Y'all poo pooed him. You embolden him. You know what happens when you, you know what happens when you give a, uh, an eight-year-old everything they ask for, they come to expect it. He comes to expect people to kowtow to him. Because that's what you all did. Some of the most powerful people on earth kowtow to that man. How do you, what do you think that does to his ego? How unruly do you think that makes him? When y'all scared to check him. We used to G-check people back in the day just for shits and giggles. Just to let you know I ain't about them shits. Y'all scared. And this is the monster you created. Don't now go on TV and talk about how this is not what we are, and this isn't what America, this is exactly what America is. This is the America that we've been living under for years. It's just becoming apparent to you. We don't like what you stand for, so we're going to tear your shit up. That's the America I grew up under. Ask Ask the folk in Rosewood or Tulsa, Black Wall Street. Ask him it till. That's the America we live under. We don't like what you stand for. We don't like what you've done. We don't like what you got. You got more than us. Uh, whatever. So we're going to tear your shit up. That's exactly what the Trump supporters did today. We don't like what's going down. We're angry that we lost. So we're going to tear shit up. Funny, Black Lives Matter had a protest in Washington, D.C. earlier this summer. They brought out the SWAT. They brought out the fucking 3rd Infantry. 
Today, a known protest with tens of thousands of people, you got the Capitol Police and maybe a couple of Metro DC cops. It wasn't until shit hit the fan that they started calling out the National Guard and all that stuff. And by then, it's too late. Folk are rushing the Capitol, breaking windows, climbing in through doors and shit like that, and standing up in the in the uh, uh, the room. I don't even know what the exact name of the room, but the room where the senators assemble and standing up talking about Trump. I mean, we got pictures of all this. But like one of them been black, yeah, a whole bunch of dead folk. That's two Americas for you. That's why the Trump folk were so emboldened because they knew they had the complexion for the protection. And what went down on the steps of the Capitol today is a case of the chickens coming home to roost. On some level, it makes me sad to see what we have devolved to. But I can't help but to remember a line Malcolm X said after the JFK assassination. This is the case of chickens coming home to roost. And as an old country boy, seeing the chickens come home never made me sad. Of course, I'm paraphrasing. And on some level, I feel that. I don't like what went down, but you know what? It's what you get. Because all of them have been playing with fire to this point. You can't whip up a crowd. You can't incite a crowd. You can't light a match and set shit on fire and then get mad at the fire for doing what it does. Fire consumes. That's what it do. You can't set shit in motion and then want to throw your hands up and absolve yourself of the results or the ramifications or the consequences. You can't do that. So on some level, I ain't mad at the one. I ain't mad that somebody died. That makes me sound heartless and cold and I don't give a fuck because she knew what the potential consequences could be of rushing a building where 536 lawmakers are assembled. If she didn't know, she had no business being there. And anyone else where something like that befalls them, I can't feel sorry for him. You asked for this. You shall get it. And no, these weren't paid actors. That's another thing these Trump folk love. It wasn't us. Somebody paid these folk to do that. Fuck, get the fuck out of here. You can't pay me enough 
I mean, I'm sure there's some people that you could pay enough. You couldn't pay me enough to put on Trump nothing and rush the Capitol. Fuck out of here. My black ass, they shot me running across the lawn. Fuck out of here. But they love that. It's not us. We're not inherently violent people. Says the people who follow a man who call people niggas and wetbacks and says that some woman that was interviewing him and she, he didn't like it had some blood coming out of something. He said all that. And you follow him tooth and nail and you ain't like that? Yeah, whatever. So it's not beyond the realm of possibility that you, Trump person, and your uh, uncle, Bob, uh, your uncle Daddy, in his camouflage pants, in his Detroit Lions hat. I saw a cat with a Lions hat. It just chuckled, tickled me. And his Detroit Lions hat aren't violent people, and you would never rush the Capitol. Get the fuck out of here. We can find out exactly how violent you are if your daughter starts dating a black dude or an Indian dude or a Mexican dude. Anyway, this is the case of chickens coming home to roost. And on some level, I ain't even mad about it. You play stupid games, you get stupid prizes. All these Republicans in D.C. that that played this game and coddled Trump for the last six weeks or whatever, last six weeks should last four years. The blood of those people are on your hands. Because they don't have enough sense not to do it. You whip them into a frenzy. And they're going to do your bidding for you. So anyway. I felt like I needed to relaunch this podcast to get this off my chest. I've been stewing for a while. I think today just pushed me over the edge. I'll be coming at you once a week. Maybe twice a week if something really groundbreaking happens, but at least once a week. Tell your friends, tell your Romans, tell your countrymen. Come check me out. I'm on a new hosting service, Anchor. Um, I figure this thing out. I'll go ahead and put this on my Facebook so you can go ahead and listen to it after I get this all assembled. But I ain't figured this thing out yet. But again, once a week. Maybe twice if something really groundbreaking goes down. And again, the blood of those people are on your hands, Republicans. Trump, Jr., Rudy G. They're on your hands. Anyway, that was it. that was me and the Pugilistic Linguistics Podcast with a day roosting chickens. As always. I wish you love, peace, and soul. Or love, peace, and hair grease. I ain't figured out which one I wanted to say yet. But as I always say, take care of yourself. Because you all you got.
peace.